What's your name? Jeff. What's yours? Anna. And what are we doing? We're talking about the seventh episode of the first season of Keeping Up with Kardashians titled Helping Hand. Why? Because I love the Kardashians. And we're doing a podcast called Keeping Up with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I believe that's the first time I've said that this podcast at the beginning. Yeah. Of the yeah. Episode. We haven't seen each other. We've seen each other a lot. But not on a podcast. But not on a podcast context. for a little while. Mm-hmm. Listeners won't. Know. So much has happened. So much. So much yeah. has happened. I've been In to fact, the spiritual state of the Kardashians. Yeah. Not like have. a mental state. Tell us about it. It was nice. Over coyotes. <laughs> yep. Raccoons. Yep. Didn't see any Kardashians. No. Sorry. <laughs> no. But Hannah did send me a screenshot of the in-flight viewing had an episode of Keeping Up With Keep... No, it didn't have an episode of our podcast. It <laughs> had an episode of the show. <laughs> um, which is good. Yeah. You didn't watch it, though. I didn't watch it because that's the point of our show. <laughs> against the rules. And actually, I kept looking for a while I was like what is she watching because obviously mm-hmm. just for context in case it's not clear we were on an aeroplane mm-hmm. on a long haul flight mm-hmm. and I not was us you and Hannah me and Hannah in the background she's there she's, she's there she, she was probably prompted to make a noise there and chose not to and shrugged her shoulders and now she's got her hand in her mouth <laughs> <laughs> she raised her eyebrows though which is at least polite mm-hmm. um, I kept looking over wondering what she was watching and as soon as I realised, mm-hmm. I felt dirty because I sort of, I'd, you know, how you look at those screens from the wrong angle and it's uh, inverted colours. Yes. So I'd seen like, like a, a weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like, who are those weird people? Then I knew they're your people. <laughs> they're my people. <laughs> um, okay, season one, episode seven of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, titled "Helping Hand." The Wikipedia description is. Rob gets set up on a date but catches his sister spying on him. Chloe and Courtney find out that a homeless man, Shorty, is living behind their store dash and clean up his appearance. Your Wait, face is right what now. What was that last sentence? Um, the homeless man. Chloe behind- and Courtney find out that yeah. a homeless man named Shorty yep. is living behind their store dash yep. and they clean up his appearance. They clean up his appearance that's what wikipedia says and um, yeah every time anyone's asked me about the podcast in the interim of us not recording for yeah. like a month i've been like well i can't wait to record the next one it's when they adopt a homeless man <laughs> and people are always like what <laughs> it's a great episode i'm so excited okay so starting off courtney kim chloe rob and scott so all the kardashians right, the plus scott yeah they're playing cards in the kardashian nice. family living room how do you feel about cards? You seem like, excited. Yeah, no, that's the, it, it paints a picture of quite a uh, sort of. Were you going to uh, say archaic? Yeah, pastime. It's not that old. Yeah, but you know, for the <laughs> for the who is this character? <laughs> for the social media savvy Kardashians, <laughs> this is pretty archaic. Okay, but yeah, I guess so. Um, they all ask if Rob is dating someone and he says that he's been having a dry spell. I think that phrase mm-hmm. might be one of my least favourite. A dry spell just is awful, isn't it? It's just an awful phrase. What are your other least favourite phrases? Uh, Hi, Jeff. It's Hannah. I'm here to record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, is, uh, there's something about like a pickle. Ooh. Like a... Tickle your pickle. I hate that. I've never <laughs> heard it before, but I hate it. Like, it's like the opposite. No, it's the same as whatever floats your boat, whatever tickles your pickle. 
Is that a real thing? I've heard people say it. Loathe it. Yep. You hate pickles. Wait, what was the actual thing though? I don't know. I hate the words that people hate, but not because I hate them, but because I hate the people who hate them. Does that make sense? I know so many people who say like, oh, I hate the word moist, or I hate the word pussy, or I hate the word panties. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) But yeah, and also like moist pussy panties, they make me think of women. So I just think it's inherent misogyny that people don't like these words overall. Also, like, eh, nothing wrong with the moist pussy. <laughs> so um, Rob says he's having a dry spell. Can I just say, do you remember in Friends when Rachel tries to sleep with Ross and he like is like, no, you're sad because your dad had a heart attack. And then when he walks into the corridor, he's like, I should get a medal or something. I haven't had sex in six months. Do you think six yeah. months is a long time to not have sex? After you first had it. I mean... What do you mean after you first Well, I went 18 years without sex. <laughs> right, I see. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, but six months is a frustrating amount of time to not have sex. Yeah. Wonder how long it's been for Rob. Dry spells like a desert. It's like referencing rain, right? Like mm. weather is like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's going to be a dry spell and, and wherever. <laughs> I'd be a really good weather person. <laughs> Floods happening. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rob's having a dry spell. So Scott suggests that they go to a burlesque show or a gentleman's club, which is funny because who says gentleman's club? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Desick. And also, I don't know. There's a big difference between what he means by gentleman's club and a burlesque show. Yeah, a burlesque show's also not where you go to pick up women. No, <laughs> those neither. women are not to be touched. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Both of those places, that is... I mean, it's the rule everywhere. But that is like yeah. a stated rule. Yeah. Usually it's implicit, but there it's stated. Yeah, don't touch the women. Don't touch the women. <laughs> don't touch the sexy women. Um, this isn't a transaction. It's entertainment. <laughs> yeah, so Scott doesn't have the right idea. Um, and then Rob says, like, completely in a really monotone way, he says, I'm always down to go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they call it the club, mm-hmm. worrying, right? Why so? Because he would say... Oh, like the burlesque club, they go there so often, it's, it's just, just the, the club. club. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, me and my dad go to somewhere called the club. But that's to play pool and darts. Okay. So we refer to it. It's called the Cranfield Social Club. Mm-hmm. But we go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Ergo, it's the club. Okay. So you, if you apply that logic to burlesque clubs and mm-hmm. take my dad and me out of the equation, that's what you got. Okay. So it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chloe asks Rob if he's been to a strip club. And Kim says, he's not dating a stripper. Quote, that's sick. What? You literally just did Playboy. <laughs> literally just did Playboy. Is maybe, that not the same thing? Maybe she means like a, like a surfer might say it. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> you can tell from her tone that she doesn't. Um, she says that she wants to find him a nice, normal girl. Um, and then Rob says, no, you don't bone strippers. You get to know the strippers. What does that mean? That's I don't so know. cryptic. Because he's saying you don't bone the strippers, right? So you don't have sex with the strippers. Yeah, sure, got that much. You get to know the strippers. Is he just like, yeah, go there for the conversation? In which case, that's fine. Yeah, but I don't but think that's. That's what not going to end Rob's dry spell. No. If he goes and chats to some strippers. So Rob says, and then Kim says, yeah, exactly. You get to know them inside and out. 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> was that Kim? Yeah. They, Kim, I don't, I've never, obviously, I don't know, You've but from your retelling, <laughs> it sounds like she says things that are, <laughs> that are often statements of fact that sort of approach jokes mm-hmm. but often are just odd things to say like fall short of, yeah is that a thing i don't know but i definitely think here it's a weird thing to say inside like, and out get to know strippers inside and out yeah what's she looking like at that like smiling or yeah like it's a joke <laughs> like her face says it's a joke but her mouth says but, but the words in the tone say what am I saying <laughs> this has been written for me <laughs> are they all wearing pyjamas no but I like that in your imagination my, my, they, they wear <laughs> as if they're all in pyjamas and Rob's like yeah I'm always down to go to the club I'll, I'll just throw on a wife beer and go go is that what he puts on to go no okay <laughs> isn't that just what men wear to the club I don't know well, it's I not what me and my dad wear to our club. <laughs> what do you wear? Pajamas? Yeah. <laughs> Is the club your bed? Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then Kim's makeup artist. This is a different scene. They're not playing cards anymore. Oh, right. I was just going to say, Kim's makeup artist is not there in his pajamas. <laughs> he suggests that Rob dates his bestie, whose name is Cara Monaco. Doesn't sound like her real name. Um, she is. She was Playmate of the Year. It sounds a bit like you're about to say Caramel and then you don't. Caramonico. Like, confuse me. Caramonico. Caramonico. So she was Playmate of the Year. Mm-hmm. So, Caramonico. Yes. And um, Kim is like, she's texting on a bedazzled Blackberry <laughs> while her makeup artist is telling her this. And she's like, fine with it. She's fine with Rob dating Playmate of the Year, uh, Caramonico. How is that different to being a stripper? I don't... She's being very weird. Yeah. It seems like she hasn't thought it through. No. She is... She's describing Rob. Kim's like, oh, you know Rob, he's really cool and polite, which is like, if you're trying to get someone to date someone cool and polite, might be the most boring descriptions. (laughs) Like, at the very least, I expect them to be cool, polite. I'm not, like, looking for someone to date my daughter. I'm looking for someone to date. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Maybe it's because they all hang around with such utter scumbags <laughs> that, like, politeness is equivalent to, you know, <laughs> more interesting words. You know, um, like, speaking of etiquette and stuff, I think it was the Real Housewives of Potomac. Where what? is Potomac? Potomac is a neighbourhood in Washington, D.C. Okay, right. It's, like, barely even a place. <laughs> um, I think it's that Real Housewives. Definitely one of the Real Housewives. They weren't told that they were filming for Real Housewives. They were told they were filming for, like, an etiquette show. So the edit makes it look like, why are they all obsessed with, like, etiquette and manners? <laughs> it's because they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I want to watch it. I know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, cool and polite. I feel like she wanted to be, like... He's fun and he's a gentleman, but like polite is <laughs> just like a little kid. It's like, oh, he knows to say please and thank you. <laughs> so bland. Um, and then she's like, oh, I hope she's like prepared or whatever, because if you're dating Rob, it's like dating the whole family. Mm. No one wants to hear that. No. No one wants to be like, oh, you know what I'm looking for? A boyfriend and in laws. Okay, so Rob's got a dry spell. They're going to set him up. Playmate of the Year, Cara Monaco. Okay. Cut two. Dash, Calabasas, the store that they own. There's a homeless man. 
there's a homeless man in Calabasas and Chloe and Courtney are like driving up to Dash and Chloe says something like, oh, that homeless man's been here for like two days or something. Um, one, it's weird because there aren't very many homeless men in Calabasas. And two, she says it's bad for business. She says her customers won't want to walk by him. I feel like that's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. yeah. I've never not gone into a shop because there was a homeless person outside it. <laughs> no. You, have you ever seen Mulholland Drive? I've fallen asleep through it twice. <laughs> it's not a good effort <laughs> for it. Did you get to the bit with the like Marmite man behind the diner? No. <laughs> you would remember. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, was asleep by then. <laughs> okay, well, I, basically, at one point, mm-hmm. r- apropos seemingly of nothing, they walk out of a diner that they're in, go round the back of the diner, and there's a man who looks like he is made out of cloth and marmite. Oh my god! <laughs> like sitting there. That's what I'm imagining this homeless mm. man to look like, mainly because you said round the back of, and when I hear homeless round the back of. You think my it's my right man. Yeah. <laughs> my right man. The worst superhero ever. Improv suggestion. Um, I will show you a picture of him post transformation, Shorty. Wow. Okay. Um, also, just want to address the fact that his name, they keep calling him Shorty. Shorty. I know there's a T in there. I'm Scottish. It's going to be like Shorty. <laughs> it's just going to sound awful. But that's his name. Um, so he's been there for two days. And Chloe's like, oh, I don't like this. And I'm like, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. You're rich. <laughs> He's trying to get a little bit of money. <laughs> so they just like put that right in there. And then it's back to Rob. He's getting ready for his date with Cara Monaco. So, yeah, it's funny because you'd think, I suppose what's happened is the makeup artist has called Cara Monaco. Can I just check? It's C-A-R-A and then the word Monaco. It's K-A-R-A and then the word Monaco. Right. So I would say Cara Monaco. Because I've been saying Cara Monaco as if it's one long caramel-based word. (laughs) But Cara, I would say Cara. Okay. Uh, So yeah, so he called Cara Monaco. Mm -hmm. um, And he said, Rob Kardashian, polite guy, is going to be is looking for a date mm-hmm. are you up for it mm-hmm. and she's been like sure yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. yeah that sounds fine well yeah that is what would have happened in reality what probably really happened was a production person reached out to Karen Monaco said would you like to be on TV and she said <laughs> yes what do I have to do go to this like Benny Hanna with Rob Kardashian what was that you know like said? Benny Hanna it's like a restaurant where they like, cook in front of you I feel like that's the place they were in might be forgetting anyway he's getting ready for his date and um Rob asks Courtney if she oh no well Courtney asks to wax Rob's chest okay first of all weird thing to ask your brother to do to do for your brother yeah be like oh you're going for a date let me wax your chest let's let's pause on that for a second if you were going on a date with Mm -hmm. someone would you expect a waxed chest absolutely not (laughs) No. Would you, if partway through the date, it's going very well, they lean forward and say, just let you know, I have waxed here, (laughs) like indicating their chest. Mm -hmm. Would that be like, that's interesting. Would you like it? Would that be good? No, I wouldn't like it. I would think that that was weird. And I would think, well, you must be like very, very hairy to feel the need to do that. So one more question. If someone leant forward halfway through and said, just so you know, my sister waxed this earlier. 
Better or worse? I would Irish goodbye. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, my out the door. There's a dust cloud in the shape of Hannah. <laughs> really weird. Wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah. That's yeah. That's even weirder than I thought it was. When he said that. <laughs> and then um, Rob says to Courtney, "You wax your own, right?" He's talking about her vagina. Oh, is he not talking about her chest? He's talking about her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she says oh well yeah Chloe says that she gets her vagina waxed and it doesn't hurt she's like Rob let us wax your chest I wax my vagina and it doesn't hurt right. and then Rob says to Courtney you wax your own right and she's like yeah doesn't hurt stop talking about your genitals with your brother <laughs> is what Chris Jenner should be saying <laughs> but she's nowhere to be seen I and I would contend I mean I, I would guess that both vagina and chest would hurt yeah like it's a lie i've only ever waxed my legs and it wasn't like really really painful but it wasn't nice yeah i don't understand why people wax things that i feel like don't need wax like some people wax their arms and i'm like don't aren't mammals mammals because they have hair all over their bodies like humans have hair all over their bodies yeah man or woman and people freak out very fine hair everywhere that's the moral of the story also the kardashians largely are like lasered now like, I know for a fact Kim Kardashian's vagina is, like, lasered. Like, she doesn't have pubes and they're not going to grow back. Really? Yeah. I think that's so scary. Yeah, that is scary. It change. Yeah, it will change. It was, like... It should be, like, those old ladies with tattooed eyebrows. Mm. It's already sort of started to change, Yeah, though, no, because I feel the, like the 90s was, in, like, was the time. now. 90s mm. was, like, Brazilian wax, nothing, and then it's kind of come back now. Yeah, I would say probably. Bushy eyebrows are in now. Like, body hair is, goes in and out of trend and also, like, you're meant to have pubes. Like, the same way you're meant to have eyelashes. Yeah. And, like... Seems like a bad decision. Yeah. Anything permanent you do to your yeah, body completely. seems like a bad decision. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's, like, removing a tumour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. But, yeah. So, also, we don't know what those lasers are going to do. Well, no. Ten years, you might so has she had her underarms done? Probably, you know? yeah. almost definitely. I bet she's had like her entire body. It's funny, isn't it? Because I suppose if that's something that you're totally <laughs> committed to and you're like having to spend a lot of money doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to have my body out for several years. It's probably easier for me to get 10 laser treatments than shave like every single day. Yeah. Oh, it still seems crazy and futuristic to me. It does. Then yeah. Again, I've got like a little piece of plastic in my arm that secretes hormones <laughs> like a robot. Yeah. I don't, that might give me cancer. I don't know. Yeah. People do weird things with their bodies. Yeah, it's like in the 50s, everyone thought that we were all going to be like going into space mm. and like existing like the Jetsons. But in reality, we just <laughs> found ways to like make all that technology take off our hair and stop <laughs> us getting pregnant. We just uh, turned into monsters. <laughs> Which uh, I don't know why they didn't guess it because people are horrible and that does seem like what we would do. <laughs> Let's work together to live in space. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or make ourselves less human. Look at that disgusting hair. <laughs> and speaking of look at that disgusting hair, they wax Rob. They wax. They just chest. do it. Yep. They oh wax, my god. They wax right. Rob. And um, Courtney and Chloe. Just his chest. As far as my way. <laughs> That's what we see on camera. <laughs> I don't want to think about anything else. Um, Courtney and Chloe joke about like going with him on the date, mm-hmm. um, but then they and Kim do actually follow him on the date. <laughs> They're like, oh, ho, ho, we're going to go with you. And he's like, shut up. But then they do. Like, <laughs> um, so 
Kara says that she does modeling and hosting, but she wants to be a producer. And Rob says that he wants to one day on a production company for movies and music. This is really sad watching it now and knowing that all he has done is had a failed sock line. <laughs> Just to clarify, mm-hmm. you mean a line of socks? Yep. <laughs> now- that did not do well. <laughs> That's what he's done since since ten years ago. Him saying, "Oh, I want to be like own a production company for movies and music." It's like you didn't even do like one percent of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever seen any of his socks? Yes, I saw them in the Dash store in New York City in person. But I've seen pictures of them, and they'll say things like, "Like the on the bottom of the soles, like one will say fuck, and the other one will say off." <laughs> <laughs> Like, so if you've got your feet up on, on a coffee table with your shoes off in a business meeting, you can be really cheeky to your co-workers or something. Or why don't say, like, kiss me? Like, you know. What are your thoughts on socks? Like, yeah. oh, This might right. become 30 minutes of the podcast. I just know which buttons to press. That's why I'm here. Right, okay. Today I'm wearing Topshop socks with dinosaurs on. Yeah. I literally own and have owned countless pairs of Topshop socks with dinosaurs on them. Okay. I think someone who designs the socks at Topshop is obsessed with dinosaurs. These ones have pink and blue and green dinosaurs on. Yeah, I can see. They're grey socks, yeah. but with pink and green and blue dinosaurs on. I've got similar ones that are grey socks, but they've got purple and green dinosaurs on. And then I've got black ones that have the outlines of dinosaurs on in like neon, yellow and red and blue. And then I've got like beige ones with dinosaur skeletons on. Um, I feel like it's important, having grown up on Jurassic Park, to say that there are particular types mm-hmm. of dinosaurs. You're just saying the colours of the dinosaurs. You've oh, Stegosaurus, Triceratops, what look, well, looks like a pterodon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's There's it. three on these okay. ones. Yeah, other ones have like T-Rexes, other ones have pterodactyls. I know they're different dinosaurs. <laughs> well, yeah. No dinosaurs aren't just like dinosaurs. <laughs> it's a blue dinosaur. Yeah. When I was a, a child, instead of like a comfort blanket, I had socks. Um, I, I had... wonder I like you. <laughs> <laughs> One was called Nelly, although I pronounced it Nally. Okay. Um, and it was an elephant. Um, and it was so. Uh, well worn I still have it at home it was still well, so well worn that it was like darned by my grandmother a mm-hmm. good few times but there's a really darned is that, is that the right word don't know like I think it, it is there was another a bit of a sad story a bit of a heartbreaking Aww. story took um, I had another one called Chicky uh, lots of chickens, chickens on there yeah went to Pizza Hut uh, obviously, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, left obviously. Pizza Hut, obviously. Uh, got home, chicky nowhere to be seen. <sighs> left it in Pizza Hut. My mum called to find out whether like, oh, they binned it they or whatever. Have it, didn't they? they said they couldn't find it anywhere. And that was the end of chicky. That's a shame. And it's odd because there must have been two at one point mm-hmm. because that's how you buy socks. Yeah. I w- these are my questions. One, these safety blankets, they were pairs, right? Like At some point, but I only have one You only left. have one of each. Well, no, Chickie's one of done. Nelly. Nelly is but the only one. It's like, did you always carry around the both of them until one went missing? I don't know. They were lost early enough for me to only remember one okay. version of them. And were you wearing them 
No. Just like holding them. Uh, I used to suck my thumb and place the soft toe of the uh, of the sock. You're between... doing the universal sign language for fingering, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would put it between my middle, and, like I was smoking a, a sock okay. cigarette. Okay. Um, yeah, and but and I would also I really liked it when it was cold, so I would spin it fast to get the cool air and then put it up to my nose as I suck my thumb. How old were you, 17? Around that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, if everyone had as serious an attachment to socks as you and I do, maybe Rob Kardashian sock line would have been more successful. I would or... never have bought socks that said fuck off on the soles. <laughs> well, no one did. <laughs> so that's how well their day is going. <laughs> um, and um, Rob says, she's hot and she's nice. What more could you want? <laughs> He seems tragic. (laughs) (laughs) He does seem tragic, does he not? He's hot and she's nice. Mm -hmm. The nice is important because it feels like that's all he wanted from that. It it felt like he needed to say hot because he felt like that's what he ought to say. But really, she's nice. nice. He is tragic. Do they have chemistry? No. No. And that feels very much like she's there to be on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And that he's there because he's been told this is his storyline for this episode. <laughs> he's just like, I am the B story. <laughs> um, and then... I pictured a man in a B suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Courtney, Kim and Chloe are in the restaurant. They're, like, not seen by him. But they're in the restaurant. And they call him on his phone within the restaurant. And um, he's like, they always get involved. It's my sister's. And he's, he's like, after one, he's like, my sisters, you always get involved. And he says, she says, uh, but they mean well. And he says, yes, but I don't think they do. <laughs> <laughs> because that's really disruptive to be in the room and also phoning your brother while he's on a date. Don't think that means that you mean well, Kara no. and Rob. I think that's the opposite. I think they mean to be disruptive and annoying. Um, so Chloe and Kim, they're like on the phone and then they accidentally headbutt each other <laughs> and then they're like giggling and um, then Rob finds them in the restaurant because they're like causing a ruckus they're like <laughs> giggling and headbutting each other and Rob comes over and finds them he follows them to their table and he's like this is ridiculous <laughs> and you've ruined my chances completely valid arguments yep. um, yeah he just they, ru- he, they ruined his date just that's the end of the date. That's the end of the date. Yeah. How, well, how could you carry on after that? If you were on a date with a woman yeah. and she was like, oh, my brothers are phoning me. Uh-huh. They, they always do this. Yeah. You might be like, okay, right? Yeah. But then they're in the restaurant. <laughs> the brothers are in the restaurant and they're phoning your date at the same time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> You'd be like, what is going on? You would, you would, but you would also, I think... Even without the context of what you've just said, I think I might say if I hadn't been asked to be on TV mm-hmm. and hadn't agreed to it based yeah, on like that actually premise. Happened. If it actually happened, I think I might think that they were doing that to piss the person off. Because mm-hmm. if they were super protective brothers, mm-hmm. they'd just beat you up. They'd just beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be beaten up. Beaten up. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, they would clearly have a problem with their their sister if they were doing that to them. So you wouldn't want to get involved in this family. You'd think this girl's family are weirdos. I'm going to stay away. But I would think maybe the, the this girl is trying to break away from the madness of her family and I'm the saviour. <laughs> I was going to say, so you're the nicer person between us, but no, you're just like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the day is over and we're back to Dash, back to Shorty. He's still there. It's the next day. And uh-huh. he's like living behind Dash, like next to the bins. And Chloe comes out. She's taking trash out. And um and uh, she like introduces herself. She's like, "Hi, I'm Chloe. How are you?" And um, <laughs> you know what you do when you introduce yourself to people. And um, she says that people have been complaining and they want him to move to a different area. So she's immediately goes out to the bins and is like, "Hi, what's your name? I'm Chloe. You're clearly homeless. People have been complaining. They want you to move." It's <laughs> like, super insulting and like inhumane maybe to just be like move you're upsetting me (laughs) because you're homeless (laughs) you're gross move like that's a horrible thing to do i'm not on her side here yeah um but he's like totally like fine but he's like all right i understand blah blah blah. he goes up he gets up to go away and while he's walking away he like drops the sweater and chloe picks up and she's like shorty shorty and she goes up and she gives him the sweater back and then she goes back into the store and she's like, I feel really bad. She talks to Courtney and she's like, there's this homeless guy, you know, homeless guy, his name's Shorty. And like, I asked him to leave. And Courtney says, when she says his name's Shorty, Courtney says, that's like my name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they call her Shorty too. <laughs> Does she not just think Courtney and Shorty sound so <laughs> They must call her Shorty because for her to be saying, oh, Shorty sounds like Courtney is insane. (laughs) And also for that to be the reason she sympathizes with a homeless person. Like, only if their name sounds like mine do I begin to care. It's a horrible thing. That's why they've given so much money to North Korea, right? Who's they, the Kardashians? What? Come on, they're both called Kim. Come on. Two generations of Kims. I'm cancelling the podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. Quick thinking. He's polite. Um, cool. He's cool. <laughs> got some great songs. He's got some great North Korea chat. What are we talking about? Kim Jong-il or Rob Kardashian? <laughs> great segment. <laughs> Chloe's talking to Courtney and telling him this and she's like I feel really bad for him no one's offered to ever help him and I'm like you didn't have a conversation with this guy where he was like oh no one's ever helped me I'm like he did not say that to her but she's just saying to Courtney no one's ever offered to help him and it's like yeah no you didn't you told him to fuck off and now you feel bad Um, so then they call Chris and they're like oh mom what do we do there's this homeless guy living behind Dash and she says have compassion, help him out, see if you can get him something to eat. You know, just help him. Like, he needs some help. You're privileged. She doesn't say you're privileged, but <laughs> they are. Um, so they're like, okay, we feel bad. Mum says to help him out. Can I help him out? Um, so they go and get him. They, like, find him. And uh, they decide that they're going to take him home and, like, get him showered, give him some new clothes, 
and that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So they take um, they take him home, and he was walking into the house, and he's like, "Oh, it's like a mansion. This is a nice house, but it's just really weird." <laughs> um, so Chloe cuts his beard for him. He has a shower. They give him Bruce's clothes. They give him like a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> couple of medals. Yeah, just just like you know, his decathlon outfit. No. <laughs> They're like looking through Bruce's clothes, like, oh, he won't mind. <laughs> just give this homeless man some of his clothes, um, and then he like he smiles and he's got like no teeth. Okay. Um, and, Chloe, and you haven't noticed this up till now. No, I okay. um, can't smile. No one ever helped him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Um, so he smiles, and Chloe's like, "I've got a friend who's a dentist, and I'll take him to you, and he'll sort out your teeth for you." <laughs> I like that. I mean, I'm sure she doesn't say it, but I like that you just said, "I'll take him to you," as if she'd go and fetch the dentist. <laughs> yeah, that's not what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, Bruce comes home. Yeah. with Kaylee and Kendall, and they look scared. Because there's a strange man in the house. Sure, yeah. And okay. he's, like, clearly homeless. Like, he's in their dad's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he clearly homeless? I don't know. What makes him clearly homeless? I think homeless? it's the fact that Chloe's like, we picked up this homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they look worried. and um, So is he in a shell suit sort of thing? No, he's wearing, like, jeans and a checkered shirt. Okay. He's wearing Bruce's clothes. Yeah, but I was thinking... Oh, no, you're thinking, like, sports <laughs> clothes. No, he's wearing, like, jeans and, like, a plaid shirt. <laughs> does it suit him? Yeah. Yeah? He does look better already. Does he look already. better than he... Bruce? <laughs> no. <laughs> because Bruce is a fox. <laughs> and an Olympian. Yeah. Once, my dad... Mm-hmm. I used to go to uh, acting classes as a t- young teenager. Why have I not heard this before? <laughs> And I used to go with a very Christian guy from a very Christian family, and his family do not like me. Uh, yeah, because you're Cause, a bad influence. I'm crazy. I'm a crazy wild man. And uh, so, but we used to go to the same acting class, so that forced us into a social setting where there would be like lift mm-hmm. shares, and I would go back to his house after yeah, after school and stuff. Hated that. Yes. And you could tell they did not hide it, <laughs> but my but this guy was not comfortable with a lot of things. And once my dad came to pick us up from the acting class in a full Ali G suit. Oh my god! Proper like yellow, yellow <laughs> like not even like an appro- uh, approximation like the yeah, glasses, like, the hat, an actual like he Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't mention it. And he just got in and we like had like a basically silent journey back to this yeah. guy's house and it was maybe a 25 minute journey. Fuck. And this guy was, I have never seen anyone so uncomfortable. And I mean, at the time I was really embarrassed, but now I think it's one of the best things that my dad's That's ever That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder that kid and his parents didn't like it. I was at that kid's house when 9-11 happened. I cannot believe that this episode in the middle has you saying, oh, when 9-11 happened, this is where I was. Where were you? I, was, I don't know. That's the thing. You remember. I was five. 
five when Diana died. I remember everything about that wilting lily. I don't remember like a year ago. I don't remember 9-11. I've been to like the thing though. It's super creepy. Yeah, Yeah, Grand Zero. Oh. So Shorty's in Bruce Kardashian. Oh, oh Bruce God, how do you segue from that? <laughs> With confidence, oh. go. Okay, Bruce says that Chloe used to bring in stray cats and dogs. What, now you bring in people? <laughs> um, and um, so Chloe says to him, like, I'm going to take him to the dentist and I'm going to get his teeth sorted out. Bruce is like, what, are you going to get them whitened? Like, because he's got no teeth. Wow, that's... Yeah, okay. Bruce is, like, a real dick this episode, by the way. <laughs> he, like, clearly does not like homeless people. They are... They are treating this man very poorly. Yes, uh-huh. No, this is not an episode where they come off looking nicely. Like, Chris Jenner on the phone is like, yeah, help him out. And that's, like, the nicest thing that happens. <laughs> and then she's not even involved. They just... Honestly, Bruce as well just treats this guy like a nuisance. Yeah. And it's just... It's genuinely uncomfortable. Yeah. So Chloe says that um, he needs dentures and she's going to pay for it. Wow. Um, wow, indeed. <laughs> and she's like, but I've got a photo shoot in an hour. So Bruce, <laughs> can you take him to the dentist? <laughs> <laughs> because of course. She just happens, like on the day she's got a photo shoot, she starts off her morning at dash. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna pick up this homeless guy. I don't have anything else to do today. And she's like, Dad'll take care of it. <laughs> um, so, like, Bruce, Kylie, and Kendall are in the car with Shorty. They're scared, pretty much. It's Shorty. He seems nice. Yeah, he seems fine. Like, chatty, quiet. No, pretty no. quiet. I mean, I think you would be. He's probably like nervous or like, you know, it's not comfortable. I think to be mm. paraded around, no. like. Like, oh, look at this poor person. How must he live? Like, <laughs> let's help him. Like, I think it must have been wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. And also rude. Yeah. It is really hard to dress up a Marmite man as well. Um. Yeah, so Bruce, Kylie, and Kendall take him to the dentist. And they send, like, Shorty in through to the dentist. And um, Kylie asks Bruce, why are you people homeless? Yeah, really big question for a child yeah i mean she's like literally 11 or something yeah. she's saying like here father i know we're millionaires you're an olympian why are people homeless i've literally never met a homeless person and i don't understand how that happens you'd expect a long conversation yeah and like like gentle kind conversation and uh bruce says because they have no money <laughs> <laughs> Break cut and dry it's like our people homeless can't afford a house. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no mention of like, you know, abuse, addiction, you know, things like that. Because they didn't excel at sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Kendall asks if she'll ever become homeless. And Bruce like, like gets really serious, like leans in. He's like, you will never, ever in a million years become homeless. Me and your mother will make sure of that. And then he high fives her. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, it's so weird. And watching that, I'm like, yeah, do you do such weird things as like, I don't know, just weird photo shoots and shit because you're like, I will do anything to make enough money so that my children will never be homeless. Like maybe Bruce's whole deal is he yeah. doesn't want his kids to be homeless. <laughs> like every step mm-hmm. while he was running around that track. 
Yeah, he's like, just- my kids will not be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems super insensitive that there's a man just through the other door and he's like, you will never be homeless. And then high fives her. And it's like, yeah, you will never be homeless. Why didn't you give her a conversation where she could learn like actually what it's like and how she could maybe help rather than just be like, don't worry about it. You're not going to be. Yeah. Just, he's like, they don't have money. You have money. It's fine. <laughs> Super weird. Um, so, shorty's teeth are bad. <laughs> it's a sentence that I wrote. Um, what, the, what, the new dentures? They're bad? No, no, no. Just like okay. his actual teeth. Okay. Um, and then I think they're at home and Kim does not believe that they brought a homeless man home. She's like, no, you did not. <laughs> but they did. And um, so they bring him home and Bruce asks Chloe, she's like, he was like, right, so where's Shorty going? Like, it's the end of the day. You've got his teeth fixed. He's given him his clothes. He's cleaned up. What are you doing with him now? Like, valid <laughs> question. Yeah. Because, yeah, what do you think you're going to do? Like, just bring him and live with you forever? You like, said you'd walk this homeless person every day and now you're not doing anything. Exactly. Like, it's like, he's not a pet, Chloe. It's weird <laughs> that you brought him home. You can't keep him around forever. Like... It's super weird. Um, and she says that she's like phoned around at all the homeless shelters and they're all full or they're closed already for the night. So she's going to put them up in a hotel. Um, and Bruce says, Shorty's getting expensive. <laughs> Is Shorty in the room at this point? I can't remember. I pray to God it wasn't. Shorty's getting expensive. As if he's like a Pomeranian that needs groomed or something. <laughs> And not, you know, a human person. <laughs> um, but also, I do think it's weird that, like, what did Chloe think was going to happen? Because she's not going to, like, keep him living at a standard that he wasn't forever. Yeah. So it's... Is it kind of cruel to, like, bring him in? Not to, like, clean him up and give him fresh clothes and stuff, but to be like, oh, yeah, we'll put you in a nice hotel until you go to a shelter. Like, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean... It- if she is hoping to make a tangible dent in the problem of homelessness for this person or for any person, mm-hmm. she's going about it the wrong way. I think we can all mm-hmm. agree on that. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't know what the end game was here. <laughs> I don't know if she just wanted to feel good about herself or she wanted him to be clean or she wanted him to, like, be rich or what. But... <laughs> or if she just wanted to have a dolly that she could dress up. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it's not that. But it's just, like, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? So now they're going to put him in a hotel... Um, and then it's back to Rob being annoyed that his date was ruined. He says, um, he, he was like, why do you even come on a date? Nobody cares about my sisters, which is really weird because no one cares about Rob. And <laughs> everyone cares about his sisters. Um, but Kim, Kim, they're all sitting together and she's like, I'm sorry, we shouldn't have done that. And Chloe says, oh, Kim, suck his dick harder. <laughs> about her sister to her brother. <laughs> Like, Jesus. Kim's not allowed to apologise for being inappropriate to her brother without being further made to seem appropriate to her brother. Um, super gross. And then Rob says that Kim's the best. I, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, he thinks that because of the Playboy episode. Yeah. And someone's just mentioned her sucking his dick. So. Yeah, and he's like, Kim's the best. Kim's, Kim's the best, best. Kim's a fave sister. She's the hottest. And apparently apologising means sucking his dick. Oh, it's gross. Mm. It's definitely gross. His, his newly waxed <laughs> pubic region. 
by his sisters. <laughs> so Shorty shows off his teeth and they do look good. They good. do look good. I'll show you the difference. Okay. I didn't know whether to leave this for the end of the episode, but I'm gonna gonna show you. I'm excited. It's time to see what he looks like. Yeah, how do you imagine him? Well, as I've said, it's been the Marmite man from Mulholland Drive. I don't know what that is. So this is before and after. Oh, he looks nothing like I thought. Uh, he does look better after. I... It's not what's he is... No, of course it's not. But that's what they were going for, <laughs> considering they were shaving him and giving him clothes and getting his teeth Are fixed. You, do you think maybe he looks better before? In the second photo, he looks like a man that might be called Dirk. <laughs> I thought you were going to say dirt. That's like great. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think he's gone from, like, a very, very furry-faced, mm -hmm. beardy man. Yeah, no, obviously it's not, like, his haircut that matters. But he does look happier in the second photo. He's smiling to show his teeth. <laughs> no, but in the second photo, he looks sad. At the first photo, he looks sad. <laughs> I think you're buying into this a bit. Look, he's like... I think he's got kind eyes. Okay. I think he's got kinder eyes in the first photo than in the second. Okay. In the second, he looks like he might look at my teenage daughter too long. And no one looks at my teenage daughter. <laughs> For any length of time. <laughs> um, so, his teeth are better, and they decide to um, take him to a hotel, because they can't take him to a shelter. <laughs> and then, um, so they're in the car. Courtney, he has his arm around Courtney. Like, he's in the back with his arm around Courtney, and Chloe and Kim are in the front, and they're like, oh, he's in love. They're, like, whispering jokes about him being in love with Courtney, and I'm like, guys, <laughs> stop making fun of the homeless man that you've adopted as some sort of project and are now dumping on the street. Like, please stop. This is deeply uncomfortable. Do you think they now blank him if they see him in the street? Oh, well, interesting question. We'll find out in the season two episode where they do a clip show. And they catch up with Shorty. Wow. Yeah, didn't expect that. I did try to Google it and like find out where he is now, but impossible. <laughs> impossible. Um, so back at home, Chris comes home and it's messy and there's a bird in the kitchen. <laughs> what kind of a bird? <laughs> like, I, like a regular bird, I don't know. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a regular bird. <laughs> you know, like a brown bird, like a small brown bird, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know about small brown birds. <laughs> like a regular bird, like what do you want me to say? It wasn't a swan. <laughs> Did you say it wasn't a swan? <laughs> right. <laughs> so to you, birds are classified as swan or, or not a swan? No, like... It wasn't something I know. It wasn't a swan. It wasn't a duck. It wasn't a pigeon. It wasn't a crow. It wasn't an eagle. It wasn't a sparrow. It wasn't a hawk. It could have been. It a... may have been a sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it might have been a sparrow. But you know, just like a brown bird, just like nondescript <laughs> brown bird. And it's in the kitchen, and Chris wants it out. So it's Chris and Rob, and they've decided they're going to get the bird out of the kitchen. Um, and the way she says we're going to get rid of it is because uh, we're going to scare it, but not a lot. <laughs> like, that's their tactic. <laughs> um, and then Rob, like, it's up in this weird, like, like a skylight or something, mm -hmm. like, above their kitchen window. So Rob, like, climbs up on the counter and then he climbs up to the window. And Chris is helping him get up on the counter. And she says, don't fall, Rob, because you'll fall on me. <laughs> <laughs> not because 
because you'll hurt yourself, son. <laughs> because you'll fall on me. Um, so then they like he he gets a tea towel. He catches the bird in the tea towel. They they like take it outside and let it go out of the tea towel. And I could I watched it so many times. Could not for the life of me tell if it was like real or not. They definitely let a real bird out the tea towel. But when he's carrying the tea towel like from the kitchen to outside, I'm like, is there a bird in there? I don't know. Why do you doubt it? Because, you know, movie magic. <laughs> movie magic? Why <laughs> are you talking like an alien today? Have <laughs> I? Like you've been introduced to the concepts of like a bird <laughs> and the pictures. <laughs> Wait, what pictures? <laughs> oh, movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The cinema. The cinema. Um, the talkies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, those are definitely. Um, yeah, you know, you just think like, oh, m- like maybe it was staged. You know, people yeah. who don't believe it might think it's staged. They might think they put a bird in and then got it wrangled out by a yeah. proper wrangler and then put in the tea towel and showed it. A bird wrangler. <laughs> a proper bird wrangler. They might have wrangled it. <laughs> that bird's been wrangled. That's clearly a wrangled bird. And then, like, and then they're outside me putting the TTL to make it look like it. But I, I couldn't tell if it was real or not. Like between. Uh, the wrangler's here just to get the regular brown bird. See that regular brown bird? The wrangler's here. <laughs> brown bird wrangler. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was real. I hope it was. In my heart, I don't know. In my mind. That is how you catch birds. You throw a tea towel over them. Is it actually? Yeah. I thought it was like a pot. I've seen it in other shows. Friends. You've seen that in Friends. Yeah, they put a pot on a bird. That's not a thing. That if you ever get, if please, if you ever have a situation where you're like with a bird that you need to move, don't try and put it in a pot. Why? Because that's fucking mental. It's cruel. (laughs) Of course, it's cruel. Putting a bird in a pot. But you think you're going to put it out? Like, isn't that... Oh, do you mean it's going to be upside down? And it's going to be upside down. You're going to have to turn the pot over. Get a tea towel. Throw it over the bird. The... throw it over the bird. Yeah, Put you it, can throw place it, it over. Like... No, you can you throw it over. You don't want to scare it because it might shit on your stuff. That's the least <laughs> of your concerns. You put it over the bird. That will, like... It's like... Have you ever seen what happens when you put a bulldog on a horse's lips? What? <laughs> Trust me. This is... To the max, what? crazy. Right, you get a horse. Just I will not. A regular brown horse. Fuck off. You stretch its lips and you put a bulldog on it. I've never done this. I've seen it in like some show. Friends. <laughs> yeah, the, the one with the animal cruelty. <laughs> um, and it puts the horse into a sort of trance-like state. I don't believe this. I mean... As I'm saying it out loud. a bulldog in a horse's No, no. A bulldog clip. (laughs) Motherfucker. What were you picturing? You were like, you get a horse, you open its lips, put a bulldog (laughs) in. Horse hypnotizes the bulldog. I didn't believe you. What is a bulldog clip? What is a bulldog clip? Yeah. What is this alien talk? <laughs> it's like a um, like okay, right. So it's like a half. It's like a metal 
cylindrical thing with two with a with a space in the mm-hmm. cylinder, like a clamp. Yeah, with two toggles, and you use it to hold like papers together. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bulldog clip. You put a big one in a horse's mouth. You just put one on the horse's lips, and it goes into a trance. I don't know why. It's some evolutionary quirk that if there's pressure on that part of the horse, there's a lot of there's a lot of these things. Like mammals often have an inbuilt thing that will put them into, like, uh, and I think crocodiles as well. <laughs> but there's we don't have one. But that's what um, cats. The scruff of their neck. Mm-hmm. If you put a bulldog clip on the back of a cat's neck, it will go into the same manoeuvrable and easily, like it'll it'll just stay still. Mm-hmm. Okay, it seems fake, but <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a bird, you put a tea towel on it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Two things. Well, if there's a bird that you need to move, <laughs> just if there's a bird just, just, just running down the street of pigeons, like, get under my tea towel. Um, so they drop off shorty at the hotel. Yeah, which hotel? Don't know. Okay. Or this might be the shelter. You definitely see them like both in a hotel and then a shelter. I think this is when they drop them off at the shelter, like mm-hmm. finally. And um, they drop them off, and Chloe gives them her bracelet, and. Kim's like, oh, I'm really proud of you guys for taking care of this guy. And um, he cries and he like hugs them all. And um, when they get back home, they say like, oh, we really feel like we helped him. Courtney says that um, he told them that he took a sip of beer and he put it down because he decided like he wasn't going to do that anymore, making it seem like he's homeless because of alcoholism. And they somehow stopped that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they did. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's what we're being told here. (laughs) Um, and then Chris is just like, you know, it takes so little to make people happy. And, you know, we've got so much love to give. So proud of you for doing that. Wow. Yeah. Heartwarming. So I will tell you that there is a recap episode in like season two where they go back and do like clips and stuff. And um, so they go out to find Shorty. They're like on the streets. Seems like, you know, one of those places in Hollywood where there's a bunch of like people dressed as Spider-Man and shit. And they've got like pictures of Shorty and they're like, have you seen him? They find him. They like take photos with him. Um, and they're like, oh, Shorty, how are you? But like, they only ever show him on the street. He's not like, oh, I've got a home. I've got a job or anything. Like, I'm like, I'm suspicious that not much has changed. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because they didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't even know why they included the follow-up of, like, this is Shorty, because, yeah, he's still on the street as far as we're aware you didn't do shit, like... Um, yeah, so they didn't really help Shorty, mm. it seems, overall. I'm sure it's probably, like, a year before they went back and, like, visited him. Doesn't seem like much changed. He was still on the street. Yeah. What happened to Cara Monaco? Just the date was done. He, they ruined... She never comes back. No. They, they ruined it. They fucked it. Right. Um, also, interesting point, um, when I was Googling, like, oh, homeless man, Kim Kardashian, whatever, like, keeping up with the Kardashians, I found out that Bart Jenner, who is one of Bruce Jenner's children from a previous relationship, he's got three sons, um, her, his mum, by the way, is called Christy Crownover. C-H-R-Y-S-T-I-E, <laughs> Crownover. <laughs> um, so, Bart Jenner said that he's actually, he's been homeless he said that he lived in his car and his quote about it was uh, my dad took me to the go-kart track when I was eight years old he got married to Kip, to Chris and that was kind of it 
So according to Burt Jenner, Bruce Mary and Chris Jenner abandoned the family and then somehow Burt became homeless. <laughs> you will never be homeless. Yeah. Kylie, Kendall. Like, <laughs> so weird. But yeah, overall, really weird episode. Wow, that's the end. Yeah. That is weird because the B storyline filters out halfway through, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Yeah. Uh, the storyline is just like, okay, we're vaguely gonna help a man and also fuck up Rob's chances with this random woman yeah that's it it's really weird that is weird so this is the penultimate show it is of the first series Mm -hmm. which means that next time we speak next time we speak we're gonna bring in a homeless person uh huh we're gonna um get him some teeth Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like those gummy ones are like Harry Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get them, you know, like in The Snowman, where the snowman puts the dentures in. Yes. I'm going to get them that big. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's really scary. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's just talk about the last episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Deal. Yeah? Yeah. You want to know a little bit what happens in that? Tell you something. FBI gets involved. What? Yup. F-B-I. FBI. Kendall Jenner saying, Mommy, why is the FBI here? <laughs> it's a good one. That sounds a good yeah. one. Tune in. <laughs> we need to think of a less 90s way to finish this. <laughs> Tune in is not even 90s, it's like 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know ever how to finish or start these. Tune I in. I think that's kind of our thing. Yeah. I think, yeah. It just starts and just finishes. Just starts and ends. No segues, not not smooth, just happens. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on Twitter at Tweeting Up With. You can check out our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash QQTK, that's K-U-W-K-U-W-T-K, or email us at QQTK at gmail.com, K-U-W-K-U-W-T-K at gmail.com. Get out of here, scram! with Keeping Up With The Kardashians is a production for the Hat On Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.